everybody. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And this is Coffee and Capes, our pad- podcast where we talk about two of our favorite things, drinking coffee and enjoying geek culture. We do, like a lot on all fronts. A lot, a lot. We are, we would even say we are enthusiasts about coffee and comic books and geek culture. Yeah. Now, you know, you brought up a long time ago in the first episode um, that if anybody's brave enough to li- go back and listen to, thanks. Um, but the difference between, you know, critics and enthusiasts, like mm-hmm. we're, we're not critics, we're enthusiasts. We talk about what we like, what we don't like, but we're not providing, I mean, we do occasionally do the overwhelmed, whelmed, underwhelmed rating system, but um, we're not critics. Right. And that was, uh, I was borrowing that from a, a quote from author John Warner, uh, I believe is his name. And, uh, and he wrote about that where he, he does reviews of books sometimes, but he, he, he talks about how, or he wrote about how he does so as uh, from the standpoint of an enthusiast, wanting books to succeed. And, and that's right. where I, I think that's appropriate for us too. Yeah, we'll be, we can be and have been critical of, of geek culture things. It's not that. It's just that we right. want it to succeed. We like it. We're, we're invested in it. We're, we don't pretend to be neutral observers, if there's even really such a thing, which there probably isn't, but that's not Doubtful what you're for. That's not why you called. Um, <laughs> that's not why you called. <laughs> Hello, caller. You're on the air. Right. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, I listen to too much talk radio sometimes. You're right. Um, but yeah, that we want these products to succeed. We want them to be good. We want to enjoy them. We want lots of people to enjoy them. We want them to to uh, to be available to uh, to a mass audience because we we enjoy it and we like it when other people do too. So yeah, and, and you know, and and I think being enthusiasts, you know, we're open to and enjoy hearing other people's takes on things and and engaging in discussion with people who don't see things the way we do. Right. who have a different uh, opinion on a topic than we do. And um, when the conversation happens in a way that's, you know, respectful and um, positive and, it, and you can even say, Hey man, I, I didn't like it. Like yeah. it wasn't my thing. I thought it was terrible and I didn't like this and I didn't like that. And, and that's you can say to us, I don't see what you think. I don't, I don't get what you see in it. Like, I don't, it makes no sense to totally. me. Like you like, absolutely. And Come we, and we love that, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. When you're insulting about it and you feel a need to like insult somebody's intelligence or gender or sexual, you know, whatever it may be, like whatever your, your thought process is behind that, that takes it out of the, the realm of uh, positive discourse and just turns it into like childish playground mudslinging, which really there's enough of that in the world and we need to get away from it. Absolutely. And you know, my theory on those things is our theory on those things is in those space, especially in the social medias, that's, that's our platform. That's our space. And we're, we're going to, um, I don't know if police it is the right word, but we're, we're going, yeah, we're going to make sure that people are safe in that, in that place and feel comfortable. For sure. and, yeah. and if yeah. you are disrespectful, then we're going to mute you. That's just how it is. It's nothing, Yeah. you know, we're not, we're not mad at you necessarily. We're just, we're not having that sort of. Yeah. You can, you we're not can attacking have, you. We're just, you can go say those things elsewhere, just not in our space. Yeah. You can have vastly differing opinions yeah. on things than right. us. And as long as you bring it to the table in a, in a, 
respectful way. Like, you know, you can even be excitable about it and be like, mm, no, I didn't like it. Like it wasn't my favorite thing. And that's cool, man. Like, that's yeah. great. Like yeah. you can be passionate about stuff. It, it's when I think people just start like name calling and using slurs and things. Right. And it's just like, yeah. come on guys, like we, no place we're bigger that. than that. We can yeah. be better. We can do better. Right. Um, all right. That's our soapbox for the day. Yep. But it kind of leads into fan fiction. It does. Right? Um, so today's fan fiction actually comes from Facebook uh, from Joe Harper. And this was about last week's episode and Peacemaker. And Joe has a little bit different take on it. Uh, Joe said, and thanks, Joe, for, for leaving the comment. Really appreciate it. Uh, he said, the Cena or Smith slash Peacemaker wasn't bad. The dialogue was trying too hard, though. Comes across as overacting, but it is the dumb lines he's fed. I liked the series. It seems like another Starro storyline, yet substitute the starfish for butterflies. And the best part about this were Adrian Chase, the hair metal tracks, and some of the lighting and cinematography. Um, so it sounds like Joe was kind of, you know, he liked the series, but, you know, didn't like some aspects of it. I thought Cena did a phenomenal job, and I thought he was he, he did a really great job. Um I would agree. Adrian Chase, Vigilante, who is portrayed by Freddie Freddie Stroma. Freddie Stroma. Thank you, IMDb. Yes, IMDb. Uh, we are not sponsored by IMDb, but IMDb, if you're looking to sponsor a podcast, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Adrian Chase, Vigilante, absolutely amazing in the show. Like we talked about it last week. We did. I thought he was great, and I would agree. The metal tracks. The music through this show, man, so good. Makes you want to go put on eyeliner and grow out a mullet. <laughs> nope. Man, do I wish I could do that still. But, uh, <laughs> there, now that you're blinded from the shining of my... Uh, I'll donate bald. my locks yeah. next time I cut them, Dave. There you go. You should do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I You know what I like about... I'm sorry, it was, was it Joe? Was that Joe. the guy's name? Yep. That commented? Joe. Joe. Thanks, Joe, for commenting. Um, I... I I have to admit, I don't really know how to notice things like lighting and I'm not even really ever sure what cinematography means. So I love that he brought that up because that's I I wouldn't yeah. even know where to begin to like comment on that. So, you know, it, it's it's interesting because I, I think we've talked about this before that I have a, a master's in creative writing for film um, and you we study things. I do. I do. Um, and we studied a lot of film and we watched a lot of movies. And while I learned about, you know, the impact of lighting and cinematography on storytelling, I too, like, I often don't really think about it. every now and then I'm like, the art direction in this is beautiful. You know, when it's really stunning, when it's just, you, uh, I think 300 is a good example of that. Oh yeah. Where visually you're just like, wow, this is like, amazing it was all shot in sepia kind of setting a different tone right everybody's you know skin was like very glowy in its right. own way you know there was some beautiful contrast in that in that movie i think but those I, actors might I, have done a sit-up or two as well they did crossfit dude that's how they got in shape they did crossfit i understand they brought somebody in um i say that because dave and i did crossfit yesterday yeah and neither one of us died uh, and neither one of us have uh, um, 300 style abs yet, no. but it's okay. We'll get there someday in the next 20 years. So I, I really appreciate Joe bringing that up as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, thanks, Joe, for um, interacting with us. And uh, you know what? Before we go any further, we're we're a little out of uh, out of our usual sequence. We're mixing it up today, folks. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yes, thank you, Dave. Yeah, always here for that. Um, Joe found us on Facebook. You've found us in whatever manner you're listening and or watching to us right now. But we'd love to give you the rundown of all the ways you can connect with us. John, can you do us the propers, please? Dave, it'd be my pleasure to go ahead and give the rundown. And here we go. Behind door number one, we have YouTube. If you're watching us right now. Hi, hi guys. You found us on YouTube. Uh, the only great thrill out of watching us on YouTube is our background sometimes give away a little bit of the information about what we're talking about. Um, Otherwise, you probably found us like Joe did on Facebook. Maybe you found us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to and absorb your podcast. Uh, we go best with long walks on the beach and uh, anniversary evening dinners with your significant other. We're great background music for uh, hanging Christmas tree ornaments, according to some. So that's great. Uh, so that's where we are. You can email us. Super We're just sitting on your couch, if that's your thing. Or yeah, recliner. I, I, I like to listen to this while I'm in the I car, like actually, and driving. Yeah, in the car. Yeah. It's nice because it keeps me from getting road rage. Um, and then uh, you can email us at supers at coffeeandcapes.com. And we have a website at coffee. The word coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E, -E, the letter N, the word capes, C-A-P-E-S.com. And uh, we have our own coffee line coming. Whoa! I know, it's crazy. Uh, and if you go to the website right now and you sign up for launch day information to celebrate reaching 2,000 plus followers on Instagram. Thanks, everybody. Yay. Thank you, Instagram so followers. You yeah, all rock. It, that's amazing. And so do you guys on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, everywhere else. Um, that's just the one that we've managed to reach a 2K mark on. And it's it's really been great to have people interact. Um, so to kind of celebrate, we're going to do a super secret, amazing giveaway. Um, and so to register, just go to the website. Again, coffee, letter N, the word capes.com and sign up for the uh for the email information about when the launch is and you will automatically be entered into our next giveaway the last one was won by mandy mccurdy out of minnesota um hey mandy so it'll be something just as cool didn't we see that she was uh commented that she was enjoying something from her uh she said that she thought the coffee was lovely. She was yes. really enjoying the coffee. Um, and she it was everything she needed to help her on her Monday. So excellent. Um, yeah, I'm glad we could make somebody's day a little bit brighter. That, that, now, and John, I do have a question here, though. For a super secret giveaway. Mm -hmm. You're doing an awful lot of talking about it. I know, right? It's because I'm not good at secrets. Just like we're bad at spoilers, I'm bad at Oh secrets. my gosh, yeah. Um, they're kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. I, I do want to point out too with um, with the coffee line that when you purchase coffee from Coffee and Capes, when it is available, um, we really do believe in trying to be heroes 
within the community and to make a, a difference. And so we are donating a portion of every bag to Feeding America to help end hunger um, because it's something that it just hits so many people and you see see it in every community through through the US. So um, and just yep. know that as you're sipping coffee from Coffee and Capes that you are uh, you get to be somebody's hero, even if you don't have superpowers. But we don't know yet that our coffee doesn't give you superpowers. So <laughs> we don't know yet. Just to yeah, to finish that thought that um, it's it's crazy that in a country as uh, with as many resources and as well off as we are, that something like forty million Americans uh, yeah. ha- suffer from uh, food scarcity, including about twelve million children and. I know you and I think, and I don't know how anybody could think otherwise, that that's 12 million children too many and 40 million neighbor of our neighbors, 40, many, 40 million too many of our neighbors that um, aren't sure where their next meal is coming from. So we, yeah. we're going to do a tiny little bit that we can to um, to help rectify that. Yeah, and, and you know, along those lines, and, and this, this is kind of, we're now a ways into the podcast and we've just been kind of soapboxing this, but I think this is something that's near and dear to both of our hearts. and. Sure. Um, you know, when we discussed launching something like a coffee line, you know, or any, any business for that matter, I've, I've had the privilege of being involved in a number. Um, it's important that to us that we're doing something other than just, you know, pocketing money, right? You know, like, it's, we're not going to build a spaceship, uh, a rocket ship to go to space, no matter how bad both of us want to go to space, because we believe, you know, money like that is better well spent on trying to improve things um, for people around us that are less fortunate. So 100%. thanks yep. everybody for, you know, your support. And uh, by the way, it is, uh, I believe, National Women's Month. Yes, I believe March is uh, the Women's History Month. Women's History Month. So I just want to give a couple quick shout outs in that regard. Um, speaking of businesses that do good within their community and work hard, Labor Provisions, owned by Sarah and Nicole, done a phenomenal job with their brand and with their company and their coffee bombs are amazing. Yes, um, do appreciate. Yeah, Labor we do provisions. appreciate that. And then I, I also want to give a, a huge shout out to my lovely spouse, Rachel who uh, endorses the podcast and my comic book addiction. Um, <laughs> and despite not caring to go to the movies, uh, doesn't blink twice when I say, hey, I'm going to the movies. <laughs> so it's a pretty great Rich. thing. Yeah. Yep. And uh, well, I'd be remiss if I didn't say thank you, Joanne, for your support of this podcast and all the ways that uh, you are... Um, wonderful and amazing and uh, running all your businesses and, and doing and working hard every day. And uh, your history and our history is pretty great. And, and we, we, we appreciate it so much. All right. Our partners are a part of our, a part of our effort here and they, they yeah. really, uh, they help make it what it is. Yeah. They help make us who we are. Yes. hundred percent. Right. hundred percent. Um, Okay, so now I feel like we should climb down off our soapbox. We Dave, we should, yeah. What are we? It was a little uncomfortable. About? It was getting, it was getting a little, uh, getting a little. The air was you getting a little thin up there. You made it this far. Congratulations. 
you yep. have won a golden ticket. Yes. To the Willy Wonka factory of dreams. Um, the Gene Wilder version, which could get a little weird on the ride as he sings. Um, Dave, what are we talking about today, bud? We are going to have a great time talking about a variety of shows and movies uh, that in the geek culture realm that are on their way to us uh, and the ones that we want to, that we're looking forward to most. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, we've got, we've got Batman obviously this week. Uh, we're not going to really spend a lot of time on that one because we'll review it shortly, you know, but there's a whole slate of other stuff that's coming. Uh, we've got Moon Knight coming at the end of this month. I don't know if anybody knows this, like Halo, the series launches uh, the 24th of this month on Paramount. We've got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, Miss Marvel, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, the Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I mean, it's just like we were looking at it this morning. You got Morbius. She-Hulk. Uh, She-Hulk, Black Adam. Uh, we got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, a, a sequel to probably one of the best, if not the best, animated movies you know that any marvel dc anybody's done um star wars we've got the flash uh flashpoint coming aquaman lost kingdom i mean there's just a, so another much. shazam movie yeah what's that there's just so much yeah there's a ton and as we look at like those upcoming slates it'll be you know there's some potential there to just rock everything yeah obi-wan i'm with the obi-wan series finally i'm so excited about that one i mean i'm i'm excited you know I, if you can't tell us we're as i was reading off the list of some of the stuff that's coming there's a bunch of stuff we didn't even re i didn't even read off um I, I get more and more excited thinking about all the different things that are coming to the screen yeah but obi-wan is one of those that at least from my standpoint you know i really liked Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the, uh, you know, one, two, and three Star Wars movies. And I'm glad that they're going to give him a series to explore that character because to this day, I still think that Obi-Wan is probably one of the best Jedi masters to ever exist. He beat a lot of like big bads, a right. lot of them. For sure. Yeah. Well, and finally we'll get a series, I assume, that will that will show us a little more of Tatooine. I mean, we just haven't focused on Tatooine nearly enough. Yeah, I feel like we haven't seen anything about Tatooine in years. It's right. been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting though that they're spending like that everything that they're developing is Tatooine focused. Right. Like, could we see something? Did they else? buy property in the <laughs> desert? <laughs> and they're like you know what we really need to do guys what's that build an entire tatooine universe we, right. is that they, because you bought this dusty piece of land in oklahoma yeah damn it george is it broxton oklahoma um <laughs> the, yes the uh it's just I, I don't know. I'm not sure why we're spending quite so much time there. Or, or do, are they afraid? Here's what I was going to say. Uh, 
are the uh, are our Disney overlords afraid that uh, if they introduce something new, people mm. will go bananas about it, and and not in the good way. You know, though. So here's the thing: is I thought we were getting like a Rogue Squadron series or movie, and I and that's one I'd love to see. Mm. Like, give yeah. me an entire you know series or a movie about. Um, the rogue squadron man that would be so great it would be so great and it was on the docket and then it got scrapped and i don't know why it got scrapped um but obi-wan you know it, despite being yet again on tatooine and maybe it'll go off world more because hopefully yeah you know just because he went to tatooine doesn't mean he spent all his time on tatooine here's hoping yeah you know i mean he didn't die there he no, died he on the death star along with over 38 spoiler alert oh my gosh john I know, I know. We've only known that since 1977. <laughs> I know, and I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. I just can't keep it close. Um, Dave, should we start talking about though, like some of the stuff, like the the two movies that we have in our backgrounds coming up? Because I, you know, one from DC, one from Marvel, and both have. Uh, yes, I believe we should. Yes, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Let's dive into yours first. All right. So I'm gonna move out of the way because. I think this is a pretty awesome image of Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Black Adam. Yeah. And I I picked this one because I'll admit I don't know like a super ton about the Black Adam character other than obviously he's part of the Shazam family and has that magic word and and uh and you know in the in the DC world he basically has his own country Country. that he that he runs so and he's super strong and very and very powerful and you know he's kind of a he's not exactly evil he's more like kind of i don't know chaotic neutral yeah that's exactly what i was thinking so you know he could kind of go one way or the other he's got some heroic qualities but he's also not afraid to be a perhaps a bit of a despot i don't know like he's just, in his mind maybe there's a little bit of um dr doom kind of and let various stuff there yeah uh, hopefully yeah, hopefully he's not quite as uh quite Heavy-handed. quite as big of a fascist as as doom is but um it doesn't I, rule I just, quite with the same iron fist right yeah um but i just think this <laughs> thank you very much uh, we got dad jokes all day. We got dad jokes all for days day, here, folks. All day, we're good with dad jokes. All right. Um, but I mean, it just Johnson just so much looks the part, and all the stills we've seen, it looks amazing. We we're just talking about cinematography. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 part of what that means is how the movie looks, I mean, just look at that still. Like it's yeah. You've got you've got detail in the um in the clouds behind. You've got the the little bits of, of lightning coming off of him. You've got the, the gold top to the, uh, to the, to the costume there that, that evokes the Egyptian um, connection right. there. It's just, this movie has the potential to be really, really, really good. Right. And you know, it, it's the lightning looks better than, you know, the lamp that they had embedded in Shazam's oh, costume. Gosh, yeah. The, right. the first time around. Yeah. Um, although I've seen stills of the new Shazam costume and it looks way, way better, but I'm excited for this one. This one's been in development forever. 
like forever we've been hearing about you know Dwayne Johnson playing Black Adam for a long long time the interesting thing about it to me that I I get so I'm excited to see him in the role yes um and to see how he takes it on because are we gonna you know he's he's done a lot of stuff where it's been a little bit more family friendly and jokey and humorous um this is not one of those characters like there is i've read a lot of stuff that involves black adam as a character and he's not funny he does not have a sense of humor he's not quick to like joke and quip with everybody he's very serious like he takes his mission as the protector of conduct conduct it's i think that's how it's pronounced but the country that he's responsible for he takes that very seriously right like very very seriously and and, you know kind of similar to uh at points aquaman and his protection or namor over atlantis okay right yeah um that's good comp yeah so it, that'll be interesting. The other thing that I'm actually super interested in seeing is we're getting some other heroes in this. Yeah. So we got Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Which, you know, the Dr. Fate character is really fascinating. I don't know that I would have cast Pierce Brosnan as him, but, you know, let's see what happens. Hey, Pierce Brosnan was James Bond. I, I am well aware. Yes. Yes, he was. Um, he was not a very good James alert. Bond, but he was a James Bond. I don't think he was bad. Come on, man. There were worse James Bonds than Pierce Brosnan. Um, okay. There were. Um, but I, I think he'll I think he'll be fine. You know, it it's it, it'll be interesting to see because obviously he's not going to I don't think he'll be doing the stunts, those kinds of things. And uh we also get Hawkman. Yes which is another very serious character. Right. And how's that going to work? You know, how's that, you know, that's a, that's character. Hawkman's a character where boy, the effects have to be just really good or he's going to look super cheesy. He's going to look like uh, the Hawk people in the movie Flash Gordon. (laughs) Exactly. Correct. If you're old enough to remember that Uh back in the day, they were pretty epic. Go back and watch it now. No, and you're so like, oh, not yeah. as epic. Not yeah. as epic. I mean, there's the nostalgia factor. And those of us that remember growing up with Flash Gordon are like, oh, it's still pretty good. But if you were to just watch it for the first time, you'd be like, this? This is terrible. Yeah, not, not <laughs> so good. bad. Yeah, so if we got like that Hawkman, we'd be in trouble. Um, who else is in it? We've got some other characters coming up. So I'm again, thanks to uh, IMDb here, giving us the scoop. Apparently ISIS is in it, which speaking of going back in the day, there was a TV show ISIS for like a season or something in the, yeah. In the seventies, man, I watched that stuff. Like, yeah, it might've only been on for a year, but yeah. Okay. It was, uh, she was like this hero that she was like this, scientist who then turned into isis to fight bad guys when she needed to now dave can you please tell everybody out there uh the difference between this isis and the one that they might be more familiar with what (laughs) is this isis (laughs) well oh no no this was like this was that was the isis from the dc comics it just was like a whole different version of it like it was isis the like the egyptian god person there you go egyptian god not the terrorist group 
ISIS. Oh, I see where you're going. Okay, sorry. Go. Yeah, no, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Most sorry. people, they, like, there's an entire generation of people right now listening to this going, right. how is this person going to be a terrorist and how does that apply in the DC universe? Like, Not the terrorist I, That completely, kids. yeah, no, that's a really good point. I, I had not, uh, my brain hadn't, hadn't made that connection. And I think that, is there one, is there another... We get Adam Smasher. I honestly don't know. Yes. So Adam Smasher, if I if I remember correctly, and it's been forever, I believe it's like along the lines of like Giant Man from uh, Marvel. So that would make gross. sense because some of the stills I've seen, like there's a very large person character. Right, and I yeah. and I think that's like Adam Smasher. Think about um, Atlas. If yeah, you remember who Atlas was, right? Atlas got really big. Um, so Adam Smasher falls into that. That'll be really cool. We haven't seen, like, we saw Ant Man a couple times reach that size and interact, yeah. but to see somebody do it on on a consistent basis was kind of cool. And then we get Cyclone. Okay, I don't really know Cyclone that much. Yeah. Probably Red Tornado ish, I would imagine, somewhere along those lines a fast probably a fast person perhaps or yeah maybe, maybe. like red tornado i guess that would make more yeah. sense i don't know yeah. could be and then we get uh angel rosario jr as mercenary like a character mercenary no i'm just no <laughs> just like an engine is in the i got you i got show. you yeah so yeah. you know the impact though let's talk about like the potential impact that this with those characters has on the greater DC universe, because we've clearly seen DC is now reinvesting in trying to build a larger universe with the end of peacemaker. We got, you know, the justice league showed up and Jason Momoa specifically and Ezra Miller in that wonderful and amazing last scene. Um, So they're, they're obviously trying to create some connectivity again. Yeah. Although it sounds like the Batman isn't going to be part of that universe. Um, right. Which, which is super confusing. Like my, I've heard from some friends who aren't as um, invested in the geek culture as we are. Um, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, be enthusiasts yet. You know, they're like right, just yeah. more curious or whatever. Um, and like, what, you know, how does this relate to all the other Batmans and why do we need another Batman? And where's the, you know, so the fact that they're coming out with a completely separate movie in the Batman and then this connected universe thing could very well be confusing for folks. Yeah, especially since we're getting uh, on the upcoming slate, you know, Flashpoint. Yeah. Oh, right. With, right. you know, is going to have multiple have, versions of Batman in it. Right. I'll have multiple versions of Batman in it. And then there's the upcoming Batgirl. Uh, I believe it's just straight to HBO Max Batgirl movie. which is going to have Batman from one of the Batman from Flashpoint in it. Like there's a whole, there's a whole tie in there. So, you know, they're, they're trying to build something like a a much larger, (laughs) much more connected universe. So it'd be interesting because there's a lot of character introduction happening in black Adam that I didn't expect, which can spill into because, you know, Dr. Fate, and Hawkman are both part of the league at some point. Right. Right. Um, Black Adam never joins 
the league, I don't believe at any point in time. He might help them out from time to time, but I don't remember him in the comments. Or fight them from time to time. Yeah, he does fight them from time to time. That he would be, is not. That would be epic too, wouldn't it? Little Dwayne Johnson, Black Adam against Henry, Henry Cavill's Superman. That would be that'd be a pretty great be battle. So great. That'd be so cool. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, I am cautiously optimistic about this. Yeah, I think that's fair, especially given um, the movie history with with Dwayne Johnson. I mean, he's a, he's a legit movie star. He's a, he's so fun on screen, mm-hmm. and yet often his movies are kind of bad. Well, they're entertaining, he- but they're like. To your kind point, cheesy and bad. He's fun on screen. Right. Right. So yeah. I don't know if you've seen Jungle Cruise with him in it. Like that was I have not fun. seen that one yet. Okay. Rich and I watched that. That was fun. The Jumanji yeah. movies with him in it. Those were fun. Fun. Yeah. His for sure. turn in the Fast and Furious movies was right. fun. Yeah. Right. This is not going to be a humorous movie i would assume right um and so i'll be curious to see how it goes like i said yeah. cautiously optimistic yeah um has some potential to build some larger pieces in the overall dc universe which would be cool um yes so it would. We'll all right so how about you john what's uh you tell us about your background there so i went with you know because we're talking about things building to a larger universe I don't know that anything is going to have as much of a potential impact on the Marvel universe as the upcoming Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which, uh, you know, is directed by Sam Raimi, who gave us the first three Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. He also gave us the Evil Dead movies. Um, he is a good director. I think, you know, Spider-Man 3 obviously fell into the trap of trying to do too much yes. in, a, in a movie. And we've talked about that before. That and emo Spider-Man dance sequence. <laughs> Which shall live on forever in infamy. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so it's with what I've heard, the little bit I've read and heard about Multiverse of Madness, it's going to kick all kinds of doors open. Yeah. Like tons. I mean, we see, you know, you can see in the background, Wanda, Wanda is going to be back. We know that Wanda from the comic books and also watching her in Wanda vision um, is unstable. Yes. Mentally. Right. In the comics, she uh, whispered no more mutants and got rid of mutants because she was heartbroken, you know, over her her children she built an an entire universe where she had kids she had a family you know nobody had mute powers it was a it was a house of m was amazing um she could potentially do some real damage or she could real good (laughs) yeah she could be the force that does some real good strange himself we know from what if in some of the other multiverses ends up going a little batty at times right right 
and we know from spider-man that he's no longer sorcerer supreme not in that universe not in that universe because right. we are going to see him in multi like that's the right, craziest right, right. thing about this is you know we've seen uh, a still yeah, of dr strange as dr strange from the defenders which is uh an entire thing um you know there so there's there's a ton it's interesting in the preview that it, he gets brought before the illuminati um we're going to see who the Illuminati is, you know, in, in the comics, he's part of the Illuminati, right? Like a founding and very key figure in the Illuminati and the Illuminati in the comics, we know is strange, black bolt, black Panther, uh, professor Reed X, Reed Richards and Tony Stark. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and for a brief period of time, captain America, was Namor ever part of that? Yes, Namor was yeah, too. Yeah, so. there you go. Namor was part of it as well. Um, so, and they they played a very integral part in like the inclusions, uh, incursion storyline. Sorry, right? Yeah. So, and the incursion is uh, as for those people that don't know, it's when all of these alternate universes, the multiverse, starts to collapse in on itself. Yep. And they have to stop, like, they have to sacrifice entire Earths to keep a different Earth alive. Right. Um, to keep we, their and, Earth alive. Yeah. Yeah, to keep their Earth alive. And it sounds like we're going to get a ton of alternate characters coming through. Um, it could be a lot of fun. It, okay. It could be a lot of fun, or it could absolutely annihilate the marvel universe cinematically it could do it could fall i'm worried it'll fall into the trap of trying to do too much okay i think that's a fair worry yeah i mean i gotta say for on, on marvel's behalf they are in this phase four of the cinematic universe they are just going for it oh yeah yeah for sure we saw that early on i think with loki yeah or right. even with wandavision i mean wandavision was amazing yeah true we're a year out from that like maybe we should go back and review that but um just as an excuse to watch it again <laughs> for sure yeah 100 just binge it but, but i hear what you're saying though that like when you the, the potential there is okay well we've got two and a half hours to work with and we're going to bring in these 150 characters and somehow like make it all make sense uh, visually and story-wise and got to somehow make you care about all these other alternate universes and how that fits in. And, you know, there's certainly potential for it to go off the rails. Right. But on the positive side, right. If we're, if we're going to look at it from both sides of the coin, and I think that's fair, we got to look at it from both sides of the coin. The exciting piece is, is that no matter what universe any of these other movies that we have been given existed in up to this point, this movie could potentially tie all of them together, creating a thread that brings to that brings Venom in from True. Sony into a larger part of the MCU that brings back the Fantastic Four in a format that is, you know, then opens the door for that for that and opens the door for that yeah yeah brings in some of the x-men obviously you know in the 
and I don't know, Dave, you shy away from previews. Have you seen the preview for Multiverse of Madness? Um, I have the, not really. I saw the one that was the, um, at the end of Spider-Man. Okay. So I have not watched anything since. All right. I'm going to spoil the preview for you. You would, you jerk. I know, right? Guys, see, we don't just do it to you. I do it today. Um, so there's a moment, and this was the one that was think, I, I think that showed up in the Super Bowl. And I missed that one. They pull Strange in front of what we assume is the Illuminati. And we hear a voice say, we tell him the truth. Right? And essentially answer to a question of what do we do? And it mm. says, we tell, him, we tell him the truth. And that voice is Patrick Stewart. Dude. Patrick Stewart. Everybody so I just got that spoiled a minute ago by looking at, I was looking up the IMDB page and Patrick Stewart is listed. There's no, there's no um, character listed with character. Him, just, yeah. Well, who else is Patrick he going to be? Right, yeah, like he's going to show right. up as Picard. Right. <laughs> now that would be a multiverse of madness. <laughs> that would, that would cause a lot of the confusion. <laughs> Make it so like, I'm sorry. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> like, do you understand where you are right now? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, but, you know, so we get Patrick Stewart. That means we have that X-Men universe. That whole world now exists. There's potential to bring in. World. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> that, that shows up. Thank you for acknowledging that with the smirk, Dave. <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. I'm here for you, buddy. Um, no, here's this. Here's the thing that worries me as you're talking about that. What What did we say earlier about Sam Raimi directed Spider-Man Three? It tried to do too much, and that was with two versions of sort of two versions of a Spider-Man and what two or three? I guess three villains in Venom, Sandman, and Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. And we're saying like now, granted, this is a decade later or whatever, but right but you know now we're talking about many many more characters than just five right and and we're looking at the potential impact that it has on a much larger universe right because yeah what do we know from the end of eternals we've got black knight on tap yep uh upcoming fox. New blade right uh, star fox star fox sorry yeah yeah um we've got a new blade coming Yes. I'm super stoked for that. Yes, let's go. By the way, Marshall Ali. So yeah, good. can we give uh, a little bit of credit to Wesley Snipes for really being the like on-screen character that kicked open the door for Marvel? 100%. Dude, I mean, Blade is good. Blade 2 is one of those where I think the sequel got better. Like Blade yeah. 2 is it's badass, man, and it's kind of, it's scary too. Yeah. Like it was solid, solid. Yes. And then we got uh, introduced introduced to the idea of uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds as some sort of superhero-ish character in the third Blade movie, which yeah, eh, not as good as no. the first two, we can just say. Um, but anyway, you know, we've got uh, Marsala. What's his last name? Ali. Ali, thank you. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. Um coming in as blade in his mm -hmm. own movie yes. right who interacted with uh black knight that one should be great morbius uh, is that ever gonna get is, released i don't know i was just thinking it's been pushed back i don't know how many times currently on the docket 
it states that it is April 1st. Okay. But is that a I believe it when it happens. Once? Right. Yeah, exactly. Fool me twice. April yeah. Fools, guys. <laughs> it's not coming out after all. Hey, hey, hey. Um, but I mean, that one, you know, that it, it seems like there's a little bit of a Sony Venomverse being built. Yeah. That would potentially tie into a much larger thing. And, you know, it's so there's the multiverse of madness can bring everybody in from all these properties that have existed independently on different lots for a really long time right which could be super super cool or could just completely fail and what it what it has the potential of doing is introducing all of these characters without the need to give us origin story movies over and over and over again oh gosh that'd be nice right it really would that'd be that'd be really terrific it would be so good. I, I mean, I'm hoping. Come on, we're all new... sick of origin stories from our from our comic book characters. I don't know. I could use another Batman origin story. Well, uh, well, I mean that if if there's any origin story that has not yet been explored enough, it's for sure the Batman origin story. I don't know where he comes from. <laughs> I believe where do he's I come from. Sorry, that was a little highlight. But you know, um, it, but that does that that does that ability. So if we get another Fantastic Four. They don't have to do an origin story because we get the characters they exist like already. Yeah, pulled in and existing. Um, you know they will though if they if they do another story. They're gonna at least there's at least gonna be a flashback into the to the origin. Maybe it won't. Hopefully it won't be like a full two hours of origin story. Yeah, I don't think we need another full two hours of origin. Story, oh, we definitely but, don't need it, but that doesn't mean they won't do it. I just they think they may have. Go ahead. I was gonna say the. Uh, an, a piece of the multiverse of madness that I'm really excited about is the idea that they're going to even potentially bring in versions from the animated. What if? Yeah. There's the rumor. Like, about that's super bold. And I don't, whether it'll be, you know, actually animated part, like that would be, that would be really interesting if they brought like some animated character, like did a whole Roger rabbit thing, like animated characters interacting. Peter that Porker. could go. Yeah. yeah. Peter Porker. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or, or if they're going to sort of create a live action version of that. Yeah. Of like that. A, what if, you know, that what if version of, of Stephen Strange that's trapped in that universe by himself thing, whatever that was. Right. With, um, with Killmonger and Baron Zemo. Yeah. Right. Was it Z- No, not Zemo. Um, ah, I can't think of his name. But you know who I'm talking about. I can't. I can't think who it was. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's the rumor Peggy Carter, Captain Carter, is going to be in this as an appearance in here. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So all kinds of potential. You know, we've seen images of somebody who could be Iron Man, but then when you get close up, looks like it's probably another Captain Marvel. There's there's tons that's we know we're getting America Chavez. Yes. Right. Which that brings so in the, a whole other like dimension and space thing. Mm-hmm. Like here's a here's a character from space. Like, yeah, go to space, little puppy. I'll take you to space, little puppy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So strange opens up a ton. We've got uh the next one kind of on the we brushed over Morbius. Yeah, I'm indifferent 
if you want the truth about Morbius as a character, I, I, I never really got into it. Yeah. Same. Just, I don't, I, it, yeah. When that was one of those, when you hear, Oh, this is this person, this character is going to get their own standalone movie. Why? Cause Sony owned the rights to the spider verse. Right. That's why. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're trying to find, you know, whoever they can. And hopefully, you know, Jared Leto does a better job with this than he did with the Joker. I mean, it'd be hard not to, right? <laughs> and and in all fairness in all fairness to jared leto I, like i've seen him in other things and he is phenomenally get, uh, talented as an actor i don't know if you've ever seen um just ask him just ask him he's very humble he's very humble <laughs> but he's done some he's done some like requiem for a dream it, sure he's never been, watched yes he has he's had some terrific performances and yeah. there's potential this could be really pretty good if it ever actually gets released yeah, if it ever makes it to the screen. But yeah. it's not one of those that I'm like, I got to rush out and see. Same, um, yeah, for sure. However, the next one that's on the schedule after Doctor Strange 2 is Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, my gosh. And Dave, I know you're a massive Thor fan. So I, how um, do you feel about this one? I, I absolutely can't wait. I love, I'm going to love to see what they do with the, I mean, the comedic interaction between um, Chris Hemsworth's Thor and and uh the other chris is uh peter quill mm, yeah those two have such rapport and and play off each other so well and uh pratt chris pratt yeah, um chris pratt that could be great we know we're gonna we know from what, what's been you know leaked or released that uh we're gonna get jane foster is gonna pick up a hammer at some point um right, yeah we're gonna get so we get that like how they're gonna i don't know if this will be the wrap-up of the chris hemsworth thor story in the in the mm. mcu but um yeah. gosh you know thor in space at some point perhaps becomes unworthy like what's what's that whole trajectory gonna be does it how does he get back how does he get back in shape <laughs> like i assume we're not gonna get fat thor i hope we get a rocky form montage <laughs> there you go. Just him out in the right. snow, like playing right. things and right. doing like the workout, just a quick yes. montage. Yeah, um, that'd be pretty great. Getting back like, in shape. Uh, yeah, and how are they gonna? gonna well, who are they gonna bring in new? Like, are I assume at some point the Guardians are gonna? He's gonna part ways with the Guardians, um, or maybe not. Like, happen, right? right? Yeah. Will we bring in? Will they shock us and bring in? I don't know, like Thor's sister Angela, or. um mm. I have no yeah. idea what that, what that, where that story would go, but um, you know, how are they going to reunite he and he and Jane? How's that going to happen? Like she's been absent since Thor two. Yeah. Basically. So it was really interesting that they got Natalie Portman to agree to come back for this because yeah. she had done a number of like conversations where she stated she was just kind of done. Yeah. Um, with with the thor movies and it, it could very well be because she was constantly playing kind of the damsel in distress and if you watch a lot of what natalie portman does she likes to play very strong women absolutely yeah which it, she does a great job at like she, she really does so i was surprised they managed to get her to come back for this i was surprised they went with the love and thunder like that lady thor um story arc because of the interesting, it, you know, you're familiar with the comics as well is what the impetus for that is, is that she gets the hammer, but she's ravaged by cancer. Yes, correct. Yeah. Right. 
And every time that she takes on the Thor persona, it accelerates like her deterioration in her human form from the cancer. Right, because turning into Thor removes all of the radiation and chemo that she's been taking to to slow the cancer. And so she turns back into when she when she returns to Jane form. That cancer is this had nothing slowing it down. Right. Yeah. And so it's just it's completely ravager. And then as time goes on, though, she, uh, you know, spoiler from the comics, she she helps defeat Gore. Um, mm-hmm. Right. In a massive, amazing storyline. And yeah. uh, doesn't really and just eventually... help defeat it. She does it like she's the yeah, she's the she's the one the that saves the day on that one. Yeah. And we get the we get know, the origin story from Mjolnir in that one. That was so interesting. I, yeah, there's no I, there's no way they're gonna bring that into the the movie. It would just be way too well and so way too and confusing. Then it, and think. then to your point, so there's a path you can go to remove Tony Stark, right? They did it in Infinity War where he snaps and sacrifices the hero sacrifice. Endgame, and but he, yes, yeah, right. Um, then you've got thank you, Endgame. Um, and then we lose Cap. Yeah, and again not quite this hero sacrifice more just the i'm gonna you know have this normal life yeah when we get old man there is no normal life Wyatt. there's just life um not sorry actually i love that don't don't apologize it's fine um and then we uh but the the kicker is is that thor is immortal correct yeah so what do you do is you just send him (laughs) off to deep space yeah, I mean, he just, is he going to vanish? How do you how do you kick that guy to the curb? And Thor, in any form, is an integral, and the Asgardians are an integral piece of uh, the MCU, like, of Marvel as a whole, across any storyline. Like, he's, he, you know, it's such... So I don't know, like, to your question, like, is Hemsworth done? I would hope not. I hope not too, but it would it would be understandable. I mean, he's been at it for so long with this, but I think the yeah. answer to the other question is how do you how do you kick him to the curb? Um, yeah. The answer that comes to mind immediately would be space sharks. I think there's going to be a whole herd of space sharks that either take him down or he's going to go play with space shark NATO. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Space shark NATO yeah. defeats Thor. <laughs> in Thor versus Space Shark NATO. Um, and, you know, one of the interesting things this is, right? So if we look at some of the other stuff that's coming out, like we have a She-Hulk series. Yeah, I'm super excited And we know about that, that. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's character is going to be in that show. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it sounds like handing off the mantle of Hulk to She-Hulk. But we also, there's also that rumor that he's going to be getting like a World War Hulk style, like standalone movie finally. Mm. And I don't know if there's truth to that rumor. He deserves it. Let's just, let's just be honest, man. He deserves like some kind of epic masterpiece. But he does, but we're kind of over two with good standalone Hulk movies. So we'll see. Yeah. So we got She-Hulk. She-Hulk uh, becomes a member, and like all these people become a member of 
like the Avengers at some in some way, shape, or form. Now we know from what Kevin Feige said is that there's no more Avengers. Yeah. You gotta think they're gonna do something with that though. They're gonna do something with teams. Maybe it won't be yes. Avengers. Maybe they're putting together defenders, right? With uh, as you brought up before with Doctor Strange. Um and Maybe. and Black Knight has been part of Defenders before. He's um, also been part of the Avengers. Before. Correct. Yeah. Like, and if you look at the most recent version of Avengers, you had Blade, you have She Hulk. You know, you've got uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, yeah. Part of that, yeah. right? You know, there are rumors that there's a man. There's a rumor out there that Norman Reedus is in conversations to play Ghost Rider. Yeah, I dig that. That would be good. He's he's good. Um, anyway, so there's a lot that Thor Love and Thunder brings up to your point as well, because we're getting a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, and somehow those are going to tie in. And somehow that's going to be the last ride of that team. Right, yeah. But I wonder if Thor will show up in that movie. Maybe. Maybe. Man, I don't know. There, so it's so interesting. Like, if you think about the history of like some of these teams, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Quill has left the team and gone off into like some crazy pocket dimension at one point in time. Gamora, like, kind of stayed on the team. We have yet to see Nova appear, right? Um, which, man, Nova is it? Well, actually, I mean, we've we we got Novas as like the space cops well, we haven't got in, rich rider but correct we, yeah yeah right we haven't got the rider nova or sam alexander right the young nova who yeah. um picks up the mantle and becomes part of the champions we could be too seeing a champions like team set up because we are getting miss marvel this series right. yeah we're getting an iron heart series yeah. yeah oh that'll be good and you, at some point, they've got to bring Miles Morales into the MCU. Thank you. Maybe. Can you imagine? I'm just going to go completely like geeked out for a sec. Miles Morales showing up in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, stop it. That's not fair. If he didn't show up in, he didn't show up in the in Spider Man No Way Home. How's he showing up in Multiverse of Madness? could happen it right because because it could happen strange See, but i don't want to i don't wanna get excited about that idea and then be disappointed again that he's not there oh, just make it happen guys come yeah, on come on i mean we had we had the little tease about it we did so you know you you make a good point this could be a a way to bring him in yeah i mean jamie fox made the savings like yeah i just thought you'd be black under there and all these different universes tell me there's not a black spider-man like there's got to be a black spider-man out there yeah oh give us there, the, there give us is that. electro there is there is can you give us miles morales please like please. come on marvel get it together like we love tom holland he's done a great job and yes andrew garfield would be nice to see in his in another movie based on kind of like what we've seen i'd like to see it be kind of okay. cool uh, as long as it ties into the multiverse yeah right that's the fun part about it is it ties into the multiverse and i get that we've you know the argument can be made that we have the animated spider-verse movies right which, which are give fantastic us Miles yeah and so yeah good. but i still want him still, it's not the same though he needs it's not the same i mean those movies that movie was amazing spectacular superior so good well 
answer. Yeah, well yeah. done. Um, we go to that well quite often, but it's because it's, it's a deep and good, totally well. easy to go yes. to, and it's so right. worth it. Right, so worth it. Uh, as we're talking though about like multiverse movies, like DC has a multiverse movie like coming. Correct. With Flashpoint, they're all the rage. They're all the rage, but it does. I mean, it's it, so. If you think about it in this way, it's the really easy way to wipe out mistakes and fix things true. cinematically yeah, true. That, right. that fans have been crying about forever, right? That's a great point. It's it's really easy to just be like, okay, what does everybody hate? You know what? Let's just make a multiverse movie. We'll kill all of this. <laughs> we'll boot this and we'll bring this back for the fans. Great. Do that. However... Marvel's done it successfully. Yeah. With Spider-Man No Way Home. Beautifully done. Right. Uh, so there's at least a little bit of history and roadmap and reason for hope in multiverse of madness. Agreed. Right? DC's track record outside of Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. If we just look at Superman, Batman versus Superman and justice league as trying to create a bigger more connected universe yeah not good didn't do so great not good um and the thing that makes me nervous about this is i'm a huge flash fan and we've talked about this right right? i love flash i love green lantern those are some of my favorite characters at some point you got to give us more green lantern um yeah you know they're gun shy about that after the Ryan Reynolds movie, but here's oh, your idea before about eliminating past mistakes. So what they need to do is somehow truly have a crossover multiverse event, bring in the clip from uh, the end of Deadpool where, where he goes back in time. You finally and, made it, kid. Yeah. Big time. Bang. Yeah, right. So wipe out that Green Lantern. Now it doesn't exist. Now you can do it better this time. So good. Um but I think the Flash, so Flashpoint is, uh, so Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I don't think has a precedent in the comic books for that storyline. If it does, right, it's not as well known as Flashpoint. Right. And Flashpoint ignited a ton of stuff. Like we got Rebirth after Flashpoint, right? We got the button tie-in after after flashpoint which seemed to promise a whole lot yeah not not deliver on anything right right um with multiple batman showing up um the gratuitous michael keaton bring back for the fans i I think I'm the Michael Keaton Birdman. Now that would be a that would be an accomplishment. I've never watched that one. Oh, it's pretty good. Is it? I'll have yeah. to go back and watch it. Yeah. That's what I hear. It's really good. I like Michael Keaton too. Like for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like Edward Norton's in it too. In uh, Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say in the Flash. Really? Uh, <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> that I can't promise. But so, I, I, I'm sure about the other. Yeah. And, so there's. Well, it's what we keep saying. Like DC keeps promising a lot and having good potential, and then the execution has just been not, not great. Except for the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, the Suicide Squad. But I mean, even even 
birds of prey hardly coin and the birds of prey. yeah oh i think that's good that was, that was entertaining. yeah that was yeah. great um yeah i am not even cautiously optimistic about the flash i am actually super nervous okay about the flash flashpoint storyline because it is one of my favorite storylines uh i've got the trade paperback i recently found all of like the core flashpoint books at the comic shop um when we were there and picked those thank you up. graham cracker comics thank you graham cracker thanks mike and gary specifically yes graham cracker comics um and uh and so it's just one that i adore and the character is one i adore and if we're yeah. being totally honest and we've talked about this before and i've not been shy about it i did not think ezra miller's portrayal of the flash was character accurate it right it was really off um and i like I don't, how much of that I, is the writing and how much of that is the actor right, but yeah totally because if you go back and you watch some of the stuff that ezra miller's been in he's a good actor he's very talented but it seemed like in that storyline like they, he just got lost who he was supposed to be got lost yes correct so we'll see what happens man when's that come out uh let's see november of this year okay yeah november multiverse of madness is may right multiverse of madness is may 6th thor love and thunder july 8th black adam july 29th okay spider-man across the spider verse uh part one october 7th i love that they added part one to that so we know more oh okay yeah the flash uh november 4th black panther wakanda forever november 11th and then Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom uh, and his fish-loving family, December 16th. <laughs> I hate that rumor. <laughs> so good. And then... Uh, we you didn't know, even the talk about year. Black Panther. What are they going to do with Black Panther? That's that's another one. That could be terrific or it could really, really... With all the, the, all the like stuff coming out about yeah. the struggles on set and the yeah. accidents, people getting hurt and then the... the um, I bet that gets pushed back. I'd be shocked if that doesn't get pushed back. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's people who are saying, hey, you should recast T'Challa. And yeah, I don't know. You know, his, so his, his brother came out and said he would want the character recast mm. and, and to live on. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah. Um, and then we've got going into uh, 2023, and we see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is May of next year. The Marvels? I don't even know anything about this one. Do you? Oh, I think that's the show with Miss Marvel, or oh, no, like, hmm. I don't think that's it. I will have to take a look at that one. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods comes out June 2nd okay. next year. Ant-Man and wasp quantum mania july 28th which is where we get our first like big screen uh kang okay i i mean he was in loki but this will right. be like the bad kang finally coming to the screen played by jonathan um majors majors who is he's man, phenomenal so good man so folks good. if you haven't watched um lovecraft country and you can please please do that 
they they canceled it after one season, which was really disappointing. Did it get canceled? Yeah, I didn't know sure it so. got canceled. I'm pretty sure so. Or I, I don't know if it got canceled. They're, they're, my understanding is they're not doing a second season, which is oh, super disappointing. It's so good. So unfortunate. So unfortunate. Lovecraft Country was so good. Jonathan Majors, the entire cast. Right. Really. Yeah. yeah. Journey Smollett, like she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, the, one, the, ugh, the one guy, the guy that played the dad from uh that was in The Wire. He died. Yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah. Who was a very interesting character, like his self-loathing and, and hate, yeah, because he was gay and at a time when like he was that wasn't like, okay. Yeah. yeah and a gay black man to boot right right, 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 right. so yeah. like dealing with all that and to see him finally like grow to accept himself and his love and his you know that was there's some good stuff and then michael, michael kenneth williams that's that's the actor's name michael kenneth williams yeah Sorry. Was sad we lost him yeah um anyway we probably need to wrap this up there's a lot more coming up we could talk about this for a long time you and i well let's run down the list of all the other stuff that's coming up really quick okay uh, there's supposedly a wonder woman spinoff called amazon we've all heard about batgirl coming up mm -hmm. uh i think that's direct to hbo max uh blade as we talked about before that one's coming up supposedly there's a blue beetle movie in development from okay. dc I don't know about that one. Captain America 4. Finally, we're going to get to see uh, Sam Wilson on the big screen as Cap. That'd Deadpool 3. Be, that'd we all be epic. Yep. Uh, Fantastic 4 reboot. Hopefully, we don't get you know the third iteration of the origin story and they just pull it directly from Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Gotham City Sirens. I think I heard about that one. Um, I, I am pulled toward that one, I can say. Uh, uh. Just don't smash against the rocks. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Green Lantern Corps, as we were just talking about. Our Man from uh, The Watchmen, actually. Jackpot, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Craven the Hunter, we've heard about this. This is going to be the next one from the Venom kind of like universe. Madam Web, I don't know really? if that's totally accurate. Silk, okay. Spider Woman, um, Static Shock. Okay. Zatanna. Um, and then uh, an untitled Superman movie. We were chatting about this just Ooh. before we, we got going with the rumor is Michael B. Jordan is pushing to get this made and it will be the Zor-El version of Superman, which is the only black Superman in the that we know of that we've been exposed to in the multiverse. That would be it's fantastic. Michael B. Jordan's just such a terrific actor. Oh man, he's so good. <laughs> would that be Except at some point we have to I, do I, that I, that podcast episode on like actors that are playing multiple characters in this in the in the geek universe? Right. Cause he was he was uh Killmonger. Right. And right. Um yes. multiple times he was yeah. Johnny Storm in the yeah. atrocious fantastic four movie. Right. Not your fault, Michael B. Jordan. No, not at all. But oh my gosh, even though it's going to be like all, it would be sort of alternate universe Superman. You know, there's going to be some idiots out there like going ape crap about Superman's black now. Like, you know what? Man, like those are people who have their own stuff going on. We that's don't true. Go down that road. That's a fair point. 
we don't have to go down that road. Like, so it's an exciting moment. There's an untitled mutants movie possibly in the works. I mean, I, I think it was just a matter of time before we got something along those lines. Hopefully yeah. You know, they'll bring back the uh, X-Men movie. Yeah. Hopefully X-Men universe that is. Yeah. Right. And, and hopefully fingers crossed it's not another new mutant movie that uh, got shelved forever and reshot and all the yeah, characters are couldn't decide what they older. wanted it to be and yeah I so weird and i don't like waste. the new mutants as a story i i mean not the not the movie that was terrible but like the mm-hmm. you know the 100%. those characters are, are good and interesting we, i it'd be great to have a good a good movie with them yeah i think you've mentioned before you really like magic like she's one of your she's so like she just has a lot of a lot of powers that and just a great story to to explore and how like her journey from you know childhood trauma to be hero I, obviously that's one that gets explored a lot in the world of right. geek culture but um but yeah i think she's really interesting um i am a huge fan of uh cannonball and sunspot and the way yeah. that those two interact together right. their friendship is really thought, good. yeah when they were brought into um the avengers as part of the that initiative when yeah, the uh, world avengers or avengers world or something yeah avengers world and they were brought into that and there, there's just some great interactions between the two of them there like somebody was talking about going to space in one of the issues and uh sunspots like it's awesome man space is great great adventure super exciting right sam and sam's like space totally awesome (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like you know those interactions in there it's they've grown and their friendship has grown and and actually sunspot's a pretty interesting character that at times has been like he bought shield or bought aim right yeah and tried to make it into something not nefarious yeah yeah like avengers something something mechanics um yeah i don't know but you know anyway that's so there's a lot of stuff coming up let's uh let's say what are you looking forward to what uh if you're still with us through all this thank you for hanging out this long with us we know we we can just talk about this stuff all day and we do uh we do yeah yeah (laughs) we really um before before we totally sign off i do want to say hey guys uh support your local comic book shop and local comic book dealers um we support, you know, Graham Cracker Comics. Those guys are here. They're also out in California. They're all over. Also, check out uh, Tyler at TM, the letter T, the letter M, underscore comics on Instagram. He does some amazing auctions, and uh, he's just a good dude. Like, you can check out his auctions Tuesday through Thursday in the evening. And then also great comics, fierce comics. There's just a, a ton of them out there, and, yeah. um, you know, it's really nice to support all those guys and you know it's it's probably better than uh investing in stocks that's yes <laughs> we've got all your financial advice here on coffee and games i watched maybe not. financial advice on youtube and now i'm an expert right that's how it goes right that's how it goes Jeez. don't <laughs> okay. listen to us guys no please don't <laughs> this is like the only penny i i have this is it <laughs> Oh boy. Well, how do you, I don't, I don't know how to segue from that. I don't know how to segue from that.
before we before we sign off, I just want to say, Kevin Costner, if you're listening, <laughs> thanks for listening. We love you, Kevin Costner. You are our field of dream. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm getting him into every episode. You are. You are. Six degrees from Kevin Costner? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we need okay. to stop this silliness. Yeah, okay, we're done. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. And until next time, true believers, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>